0: Hey there, A-holes, and welcome back to another episode of A-Hole Design Podcast. I'm Emily.
1: And I'm Elise. And today we're talking about biophilia and biophilic design and what it is, how it affects design, and how as designers we should be using this science-y stuff to help us.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Go science.
1: Yes, go science. Science rules, Bill. Lie <laughs> the, the science guy. Lie
0: science guy.
1: That was the best. <laughs> um, first, we're going to do a catch-up, which will be not too long because we did have the bonus catch-up this past Friday, if you want to listen to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, Emily, you can go first if you have anything to catch
0: I can the go a-holes first. on, up on. Let's see. Last week was my first week back at work. Um, let's see. I landed back from vacation last Sunday mm-hmm. I officially and finally unpacked yesterday <laughs> <laughs> took me a full week to unpack that's pretty um, good though because you were gone for like, a long it's time it's fine yeah it wasn't that bad and all my clothes literally were clean it was literally just taking them from the suitcase and hanging them back up okay well maybe that's a little worse <laughs> so once I started it took me probably 15 minutes to completely empty the whole thing and put everything away yeah is literally just the action of doing it, mm-hmm. it was just so difficult you know, <laughs> so hard so <laughs> officially unpacked yesterday um it's really my only big exciting thing i mm-hmm. relaxed all day yesterday because i haven't done that in a long time and then um i was going to tell you guys about matt and i have started doing this thing every day like towards the end of the day usually when um We walk. So we try to do either an afternoon or like after dinner walk Mm -hmm. just to get out and do stuff together. And um, we've been doing... uh, What is it? Um, Something you learned that day. uh, Something that made you smile and a goal for tomorrow. And then did you accomplish yesterday's goal? So we've been trying to do that like every afternoon. So like talking about kind of like little tidbits from our day but also like setting a goal for ourselves for the next day like for me yesterday I think my things were like I learned I needed a nap because I fell asleep for an hour on <laughs> Matt's lap on the couch oh my god <laughs> I didn't know that I was gonna do that yeah but some days it's like actual educational sometimes it's like yeah yeah Just so. I did nothing educational today so apparently I needed a nap yeah yesterday's was like I needed a nap um something that made me smile was i think it was like P like slept on my shoulder basically mm. like all day yesterday it was like cuddling with me mm-hmm. and then um my goal for today was to finish editing all of the podcast for the entire week and do all of the clips and stuff like that um. so i'll be completely done before monday yep and then like With that, we check in. So, like, at the end of the day today, like, we would check in and be like, hey, did you accomplish your goal from yesterday? Mm -hmm. And I'm hopefully going to be able to say, yes, I did edit (laughs) the entire podcast today. Yeah. So. We love. But we do stuff like that, which is really – I like that because it kind of – it keeps us accountable for the things we want to be doing and also it, like – I don't know. Gives us insight into like little parts of our days that we don't feel like are really relevant, but then we're like, "Oh, I did do like this Something. little thing, yeah. next two seconds." Yeah. So that's yeah. true. But that that's fun. I would recommend if yeah. anyone wants. I don't know to do it. <laughs> yeah, because
1: it gives like <laughs> a more like it kind of can guide a conversation if you've already caught up for mm-hmm. the day and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <sighs> that's
1: true that's a good one
0: exactly thank you thank you (laughs) and what about you darling
1: um not too much everything kind of happened at the end of the week so friday uh lorenzo finally got back from miami thursday and then i went um friday we cooked dinner together and then we finally sat down and like planned hawaii so we officially have like uh The flight between the two islands booked, the hotels booked, and, like, two excursions booked. And we're going to do maybe one more, but we also want to kind of relax, but also see things. So it's, like, that's the hard part of vacation, especially when you're going so far. Like, you want to get everything done. But also, but we already know for a fact we're not seeing, like, all the islands. So we'll have to go back eventually to see the other two.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Or other, I don't know, I think there's only four. So if I'm seeing two, I think there's two more. The big island and then there's one in between Maui and Oahu. But anyways, so Mm -hmm. we'll have to go back eventually. Anyways, we booked all that stuff. We have a snorkeling tour, which I'm excited for and Mm. the other one that we have booked is a luau which is exciting and they actually pick you up from (gasps) like the hotel which is nice so we don't have to like worry about oh
0: that is really all that stuff
1: yeah we had to pay for it but it was like 35 Mm dollars. and then we looked up like ubers and just one way was like 40 so i was like yeah just take like their i don't know bus or whatever they like offer for 35 Mm. each and then um Uh, Saturday, yesterday, we did, Lorenzo did a beach volleyball tournament, and I was outside all day, and I've had, like, a sun headache ever since, like, halfway through yesterday, which sucks, and I wasn't even, like, in the sun, because, like, every team had their own tent, so I was underneath the tent, but just staring out into, like, the brightness was just a lot, because it was, like, 78 degrees, and at first I thought I was dehydrated, so I kept drinking water, but then I peed, like, 10 times, and I was like, I'm not dehydrated, I'm just, like, tired, um, so that was- it was fun, though, to watch all the volleyball. And then we went to dinner, came home, I went to sleep, like, immediately. Uh, we did laundry, though, really quick because of the sand and everything. <laughs> like, all the towels mm-hmm. and everything
0: like that. It's so gross.
1: Yeah. I will say, I think it's fun being, like, a a, I guess kind of, like, a soccer mom. We brought, like, a wagon with chairs and, like, a huge cooler with, like, a bunch of snacks and stuff, which was fun, but- Aww. Yeah, so that was my kind of last two days. Everything else was like kind of uneventful for the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: But that is all. That's all. Yeah, that's all.
1: Today we have a uh, his cousin's wow. birthday, so I have that later today. Mm-hmm. But nice.
0: Yeah, she's twenty one. She's all the socialization. He's twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> so that's exciting. So drink it up for the day she doesn't
1: even like i don't think she even cares but which is fine but i was like oh no. so mm-hmm. maybe we'll get her just like a bottle of wine or something casual and yes mm-hmm. we haven't gotten her anything yet and it's today
0: <laughs> don't judge it's us fun. don't judge me <laughs> it's fine it's fine just grab it on your way as long as it's ready before you get there i know that's all that really matters yeah
1: like we got the card
0: so no oh, there you go perfect yeah yeah, yeah. It has a dinosaur on it. Mm-hmm. So cute. Yes. You could also do like a total wine gift card instead. So oh, that's that true. They can choose out whatever they want.
1: Yeah, that is true. We don't have total wines though. Like, oh. we more so have like local liquor stores. So like, I'd have to go to where she gotcha. lives more so, and then buy one. Because <laughs> like she wouldn't go all the way have out here.
0: ABCs here. here. ABC. No. ABC. Yeah, never heard of it. Alcoholic Beverage Center, I think. Oh. Is what it is, but they, they're they called ABCs.
1: Well, it's like how they call it the Packy in, like, the That's Northeast.
0: True. Mass. Mm-hmm.
1: Choo-choo. I don't know what I, I... think they just call it the liquor store. I don't think I've ever called it, like, a different name.
0: <laughs> yeah. Headed to the Packy. The packy.
1: I know, you have to do in the accent, too. <laughs> the packing packing. (laughs) please no (laughs) Uh, okay well speaking of me being outside that has to do with biophilic design except for I was outside too long so (laughs) she
0: over experienced the biophilia you know over Over indulged (laughs) yes I did
1: oops so do you want to say what biophilic design is, or biophilia Absolutely. is just to get the definition out
0: yes we did an episode on what was our episode on and i was oh sustainability de- sustainable design yes and i yeah. was talking about how um a lot of times sustainability and biophilia are kind of like meshed together and while they mm-hmm. relate to each other they're not the same thing so if you guys are interested in sustainable design go back to that episode i don't remember how yes. many weeks ago it was now but um, I can post it on our story. Yeah. Do that. Um, but biophilia design and biphalic design is a little bit different. Um, and this is more the hypothetical human tendency of interaction or association with nature or forms of life. Kind of how like mm-hmm. Elise and I always talk about how we need to photosynthesize in order to be happy. Like That is biophilia like that is part of the theory of we need nature and natural elements in order to thrive in our environments and to be comfortable and. All of that stuff. So
1: that's... Like, even how, like, most people want to go out for walks, like, how you do it after work. Like, it's yeah, just the exactly. need to be outside
0: mm-hmm. to
1: kind of... I love summer also because you can be barefoot for a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends where you are. Obviously, don't go barefoot in New York City if you live in, like, <laughs> you know, the city. But mm-hmm. if you go more so, like, in camping or stuff like that, like, I love just being barefoot. And, like, when you swim on the beach and you're barefoot, it's mm-hmm. good for... I don't know where I heard it, but it was good for... And it was not a TikTok, I'll tell you that much. I think it was a TED Talk. But it's, like, actually scientifically proven that, like, the more that you actually touch the ground, like... Mm. It's, quote, grounding. I don't know how else to say it. But, like,
0: it's good for you, like, like, to touch nature. I know what you mean. That Um, Like... I can compute that in my brain to make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you get it. You, you, you got get, get it. it, I hope. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But I knew this, but I forgot about it. And I relearned it for this episode. But the actual mm-hmm. word biophilia, like, if you break down the, like, different, like, parts of the word, it actually mm-hmm. defines, like, love of life and living things. Which That's cute. I knew, but I forgot, I think.
1: Yeah, with that definition, that kind of makes me think like some crazy designer or something would name a child biophilia. Oh no! Like love of life and living things. It's like a cute meaning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Terrible name though. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like though people would do it.
0: True. Quick tangent.
1: Okay, I saw love it.
0: There's. <laughs> Like, Instagram influencer, she just adopted a baby, and they named the baby Story. It's a little girl. What do you think of okay.
1: that? S-T-O-R-Y. Yeah. What's their last name?
0: Uh, I don't remember. Hmm. But her name is, like, Story Bell is her middle name. I don't remember the I last like name. That.
1: Yeah. People need to like, think about the whole thing. Seriously. Like, put it all together, people. I actually
0: don't hate story, but story bell is like a little, I don't know.
1: It sounds fake. Like who it's, uh, that's the name of like the cow in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. (laughs) (laughs) What about the princess? It's like, it's like something bell, Mary Bell, something like
0: that. Yeah, I thought it was going to be Mary Bell or something
1: maribel yeah it just reminds me of that story i don't know Storybell. story and i think it'd be cuter if it was like with an eye kind of like how stormy is
0: yeah true um i don't
1: know
0: yeah i don't know sorry maybe just it has maribel. to do with
1: like maybe they were thinking like this is your story because you were adopted mm-hmm. maybe they were going for like philosophical deep meaning but i don't love that
0: i don't, I don't <laughs> maybe remember. possibly um back to biphelia <laughs>
1: I met that, wait, hold on really quick. I met oh. a baby last night that was named Catherine, and I was like, oh, that's a cute normal name. <laughs> it's
0: a good They're like baby Kate, name. and I was
1: like, that's cute. Okay, mm-hmm. anyways, anyways. Was
0: it with a C or a K? I didn't ask. I didn't ask. Mm. It's an important Ari. distinction.
1: I know. There's so many names that can be spelled different ways, and I didn't even know until I moved, like, around but Mm -hmm. because i had only known like one kaylee and she spelled it completely different than like people in my high school and then i met someone in college who spelled it completely different from everyone from my high school (laughs) and i was like oh my Mm -hmm. gosh (laughs) didn't realize there were so many different ways to spell these names but okay anyways back to my The purpose is to improve overall health, reduce stress, and promote creativity and clarity, which has been proven, like, especially in healthcare design, the Mm -hmm. importance of biophilia. It also helps in the process of, like, healing um, everything faster, not necessarily, like, physically, but, like... If you're trying to heal yourself physically, like, the mental part of it is really important. And, like, that's when biophilia would come in to play. Mm -hmm. So, like, hospitals that have been stereotypically, like, very sterile, no light, like, all the patient rooms, like, not all of them have, like, windows and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. just kind of changing how healthcare designs as well to incorporate these things.
0: Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's really important, too, in um corporate environments, like office spaces, where you don't necessarily get a lot of light all of the time. Like, mm. sure, like the outer offices, like if you think of like a stereotypical skyrise kind of office environment, the outer offices get a lot of light. But if you're in an inner office, like you get none. Yeah. So yeah. bringing natural elements into that helps a lot with – um. Like, cognitive health and, like Elise was saying, like, creativity and clarity, stress levels and things like that. And there's different types mm-hmm. of biophilic design or different elements that will help with different things. And maybe mm-hmm. we touch upon that towards the end of, like, when we're going to talk about how to actually implement this and what you can do in your designs. Yes, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so... Do, do, moving do, do, do. on um it also has to do with people historically too because when i was looking up stuff for this episode one thing i saw that i thought was really interesting is that um our natural or our built environments that we've created like our um like houses and like commercial buildings and grocery stores and like stuff like that have only been around i think it said for like percent of the entire span of how long people have been on earth Mm -hmm. which i thought was like crazy because you don't really think about that a lot but it shows how like we've evolved as people and technology and things like that but now that we have all of these things We're so much more disconnected from nature than we used to be when we actually physically lived in nature or we lived in teepees that were made of animal skins and sticks and Mm -hmm. clay and stuff like that and now we live in these like, I don't know, artificial almost built environments as opposed to the natural ones. So like our bodies crave nature because we wanna go back to those roots that we have in our heritage and like Mm -hmm. in the past Versus now, we're so, like, boxed in almost that it's just, like, constricting sometimes to everything that we do. And Even
1: if you use, like, natural materials, like wood studs, we cover it up because there's also insulation, which obviously Mm -hmm. no one wants to see. And unless you're in, like, a cabin or something else, like, you know, like, there's very specific spaces that don't, that you can keep exposed materials Mm -hmm. and stuff, but even then exactly it depends where you live and all that stuff so Mm -hmm. um especially with cities like everyone who wants to live in cities that's why there's the importance and the expense of if you want to live near like central park or Mm -hmm. um boston commons and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so or um what's it called the mall in dc like different cities have huge parks but it costs a lot of money because everyone wants to live near the parks because mm-hmm. again you want to be able to walk around more so where there are trees mm-hmm. and if there's a breeze and more openness rather than um as who is it alicia key says the concrete jungle
0: <laughs> yeah and where dreams are made of too- It costs a lot more too because of the view and well, yes, Mm. it's the view. It looks really good. But if you actually have a physical view of nature, which we'll talk about this, but physical Mm. views of nature outside of your window is part of biophilic design and actually impacts your overall health too. So that's a whole nother part of it beyond the walkability of uh, Mm -hmm. being able to go to somewhere that's natural nature park environment. Also, seeing yeah. that from your living space is really important, too.
1: Yeah. Like, if you live on a beach, well, mostly beaches oh. have hotels only, but, like, if you have an apartment that has a view to the beach, like, that's crazy expensive, too. Yeah. But that's what I'm, like, thankful that I don't live somewhere, like, a big city, because I would hate to just see, like, another person's apartment right outside. My yep. Window. Mm-hmm.
0: Like,
1: I have, I'm looking at trees right now, which is nice. hmm So. Me, too. <sighs> our just trees like outside that.
0: of our apartment just started blooming. And oh, I'm with what? Really happy, uh, pink flowers. <laughs> oh, they just have nice. pink flowers on them, but they bloom oh. in August, like for oh. the month of August. And so we have really pretty, oh, pretty pink flowers outside our window right now. Oh, we love, we love, we love. <laughs> <sighs>
1: okay, let's get to the science of it all. Mm-hmm. Um. In one particular study, someone who spent even just two hours a week interacting with nature, just being outside or looking at it, uh, Mm -hmm. reported greater satisfaction and better health than people who spent less time in the outdoors. Mm -hmm. So that's just something to keep in mind. But again, even it's like how we just take walks after work, like the Mm -hmm. importance of just that. Or sometimes I'll just sit on my balcony and literally read. So it's like I'm on technology, but I'm at least outside. Like yeah. I feel like also if you don't breathe enough fresh air, mm-hmm. like that's bad for you. Well, again, yeah, if you live like in New York City, I don't know how fresh it is, but
0: <laughs> like I mean, it, you know, it has to do with I feel like you hear a lot about like the visual aspect of it, where you have to like see nature, you have to be in nature, like you have to feel it. But it really has to do with all five of the senses and like hearing the wind through the trees and smelling the flowers mm. and yeah. seeing the, I don't know what's happening outside the, my, my flowers <laughs> outside my window right now. Um,
1: Birds, like different animals. The other
0: ones tasting, I guess you don't really taste nature. You can, you can taste kind of the, like when it's raining and the air is like, Oh,
1: mm.
0: well, like, cause your tongue and your, your nose are connected. Yeah. So like, you know, That's true. I don't know. What's the other one that I'm missing? Touch. (laughs) can touch all that nature. (laughs) 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 So it really has to do with all of you and not just like the visual aspect, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But yes, being able to go outside two hours during the week, hopefully more. Mm -hmm. Please do it more. But definitely helps overall. Like this week... From getting home Sunday to Friday, I don't think I walked at all just because I think it rained and like I was so busy and stuff like that. So then by the time I got to Saturday, I was like so drained. And then last Mm -hmm. night we went on a walk and I got back and I was like, I needed that. Like, I feel so much better. Just like being active, being outside, like makes me feel so much better and so much more like content with like everything. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. Okay. There's also studies showing that um, within adults, people who spend time in natural environments or outdoors have better mental health and spiritual health and physical health as well. Um, All relating back to how Elise was talking about in hospitals, people who have those associations with nature, greenery, plants, helps a lot with your mental health in ways... Like uh reducing blood pressure and there's also um focus and stress levels that come down, your heart rate comes down, which I think is the same thing as your lowered blood pressure, and I just said that. I don't know. There's a actually. sense of comfort I just know
1: that I don't like the test at the doctor.
0: When they put the thing on your arm? Yeah. Um essentially it all has to come. Back to kind of your heart health and your mental health and how that affects the rest of your body, which I think is really interesting Mm -hmm. is like you don't have to be physically in nature to have nature's effects. It's really about what you put in the space, how you bring natural elements in, whether it's actually a physical plant or whether it's something that mimics it, like the natural textures and the natural sounds and things like that all have effect on how we embrace and live in a certain environment
1: yeah because we are surrounded by a lot of plastic now Mm -hmm. like I'm looking around and like it's either metal plastic um or what's it called like fabricated like chemical like um not like chemically produced but like you know, prefabricated material that's not, like, natural, I guess. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of fake stuff.
0: Yeah, like, I would agree with that. I think the only natural thing in this entire room is my desk is wooden.
1: Yeah, my desk is not even, it's mine's metal or Mm plasticky. Like,
0: it has
1: a plastic, like, vinyl cover. And then think about, like, we're surrounded by gypsum wallboard, which is Mm -hmm. a fake material, like, all the time.
0: I have, um... Glass is fake, living...
1: like, as, like, you know?
0: Yeah. This is true. Well, glass is sand, technically, but it doesn't All have, the process like it goes In through. its changed state, it doesn't have the same effect. Right. But, like, my living room... I used to basically call my living room a greenhouse because I had so many plants in there. And then when mm-hmm. we got the cats they started trying to eat every single one of those plants. So currently all my plants are outside. So my living room is now like very bare and very sterile. And I don't like it as much because I don't feel yeah. like it's comfortable. Like it gave it, the plants gave it like a comfortable, like warm, happy feeling for me. And now it's just a room, yeah. which makes me yeah. really sad. It's true. Big sad.
1: And um, my, Natural environments can also aid recovery from intentional fatigue and psychophysiological stress. Mm-hmm. So, intentional fatigue is just kind of when you pay attention. Like, you're yeah. kind of, like, hyper-aware like you're sitting of, like, on the, so many things.
0: Yeah, and, like, when you're on the computer and you're staring at your computer screen all day.
1: Mm, yeah. You get those yeah.
0: headaches. Yeah. Or your blue-light glasses, people.
1: Even then. <laughs>
0: hmm
1: And then... What would you say is like the psychophysiological
0: stress? A psychopsychological stress, I think, is like a work stress where it like it's like impacting the way you think and like you're physically stressed, but then it also like translates to like almost like a physical stress and like an emotional stress as well. Oh so like I think of work it, when I think about kind itself. of stress. <laughs>
1: Right, like, when a stress manifests itself and like, yeah. so much that you start having physical...
0: Exactly, or, like, um, when you problem. work yourself up about something so much, and then as soon as you're done, you're like, why did that ha-? Like, it was totally fine. Like, I didn't need to freak right. out. Like, that's the psychological stress.
1: Right, like, when you go for an interview, and then you have the nervous bowel movements. <laughs> me, that's me.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm outing
1: myself. Uh-huh.
0: Psycho-physiological
1: also... stress, which I guess yeah. makes sense. Psycho like, oh, is brain, physiological. Mm-hmm. But when you yeah. see, this is when the English language gets confusing. It's like, why is it spelled like that? Why <laughs> are words the way that they are?
0: Yeah, Question. exactly. Exactly. It basically comes down to, it affects three overarching kind of like cognitive or mind like body systems I guess is the easiest way to explain it it's your Mm -hmm. cognitive health your psychological health and then your physiological health so Mm -hmm. I think we talked a lot about that in all of the other points that we were trying to make but those three things are really the big things that are affected by biophilic um biophilic design as a general mm. whole.
1: And if you think about places of like punishment, they don't have light. Prisons really don't have like light. Well, like, I think it makes it worse, actually. Oh, for sure. Like, think about how much like light would probably help. And I know, like, you know, for safety and like escape reasons, they can't. But then it's like, think about what's it called when you get like, like a silent room with like the pads. There's no light. Mm-hmm. It's only artificial. It's going to make mm-hmm. that person worse.
0: Freak out.
1: Right. Not better. Number one, you're alone, which is not actually a helpful uh, tactic in helping someone with mental issues. And then also the fact that they have no lateral light. They have nothing to look at
0: mm-hmm. other
1: than the blank anti-hurt-yourself mm-hmm. walls. Yeah. Same with like prisons when you get like in a fight or something, they go into like a like, kind of the same thing, like a individual cell, like no yeah. human contact, no light, literally like one of those doors with like a little flappy thing where like if the officer has to say like hello or whatever, like nothing. That makes it just so much worse,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like just craziness because it wouldn't help no anything more. Right. Wouldn't help mm-hmm. the situation, no. but I also don't know what the solution would be for people who want to escape <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> a high security prison.
0: True, true, true. Something to yeah. further. If anyone's doing a master's thesis right now, I know. Or a undergraduate an idea for thesis, you. We've just given you a great idea. I know. Think about mm-hmm. it. Think about <laughs> Ponder it. 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 Do the research. Get back to us.
1: I know. And if you do it. Please submit something, and we'll have you on and yes, we'll talk
0: about it. I guess.
1: So uh, let's talk about how it can be, how biophilic design or biophilia can be implemented in design mm. to be biophilic design. Um, obviously, we're not going to touch on how it can help prisons because we just said that we do not have a solution. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, maybe the, we some of these things could, could be, be implemented, this. but we don't know how to effic- effectively implement them
1: right because some of them could be used as like
0: weapons yes
1: (laughs) or something um oh I was thinking of the potted plant like they would break the pot you know
0: no it could be a plastic pot
1: that's true prisoners are creative
0: we are creative
1: (laughs) (laughs) please comparing us to them (laughs) bye. Okay, the first thing we have (laughs) is skylights or, like, natural lights in general. Like, LED versus natural colored bulbs, which Mm -hmm. is a very cool new idea. Mm -hmm. But I love skylights. We've talked about how, like, in our dream kitchens there would be skylights. And different, uh, just, like, a lot more light in general with windows. Uh, But that's even becoming controversial, I've seen. Like, a lot of people don't want all these windows because... Mm -hmm. privacy reasons but then how emily said she wants the what single like one-way glass windows basically one-way glass
0: yeah Mm -hmm. i also want to live in the middle of nowhere nowhere. which will help too yeah this is true this is true (laughs) but i was also thinking about light and like having control of the light too like I'm not thinking of like Like the college like LED lights that turn multiple colors, but almost like um, how you can like dim a light, like have a dimmer so you can choose the amount of light that you're receiving. I think Mm -hmm. helps too because there's some situations like I am the most productive in the dark and my Mm -hmm. boss who I share an office with needs all the lights on in order to be productive. But like yeah. being able to have that balance, or like me to be able to have that choice when she's not there, of like I want the lights like dimmed, not off, but dimmed. Mm. It all yeah that that is true. Ability for control in the space also has a really big effect too on light yeah. and how it helps you as a person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. We also have green walls and living walls which i think became really popular when we were in college um yeah. you saw a lot of businesses and like reception areas having those implemented behind the desk mhm and i can't remember i feel like that's fallen out since like it became really well, over really expensive. Fast. They're, they're also very expensive, expensive. This is true.
1: they need like a lot of upkeep because it is alive you need like a whole irrigation system
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but some places have been smart in using like rainwater from like roof drains and using it yes. so that you don't necessarily have to waste like extra clean water just mm-hmm. using the rainwater to do it and like irrigate through the wall system but again like that's a whole extra thing that like would be better in a new construction not like having to create that after mm-hmm. like a whole building has been there um because it would be an expensive renovation yeah and again like just keeping it alive is kind of an issue plus i feel like lighting would have to be a certain way because it needs mm-hmm. natural light more than like a usual, artificial like led yeah. light where i think that these would be helpful is places of relaxation like spas where you get medical treatments. I think that mm-hmm. would be worth the investment because how much are people paying for these things, anyways? You could invest in like a nice green wall and mm-hmm. like a nice spa or something.
0: I think. Yeah, exactly. Or like also thinking of a different place for like a corporate environment, like think like a break room too, mm. like a place where you're like trying to go and get away maybe a conference room would help because I feel like a lot of higher stress conversations happen in those types of environments. Yeah, I agree. So,
1: I also like the idea kind of with what we just talked about with lights and stuff. I like the idea that a lot of uh, corporate spaces and even just general spaces where you might have a room in like more of the middle of the building when you have clerestory windows, that mm-hmm. lead because like say the space next to it is just an open office with a bunch of windows to the outdoors it'll have enough light to where the point like if you have clear story windows the light will reach that room yeah. you still have wall space for like tvs and whatnot but i think clear story windows just give like an extra touch especially if it had like a little ledge and you put plants on it or something mm-hmm. that'd be so cute
0: it'd be fun. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. The next one is me or you. You yep. me. Okay, so the next one is water, pond, fountain, waterfall. Mm-hmm. Anything water related. I love like uh what's it called? Like serene sounds at night when people like the trickling water mm-hmm. or like that just that sound is really nice. Lorenzo got yeah. me like A mini like water fountain thing that just circulates it's it's like its own water and it came with rocks but just like the noise of it is really nice Mm -hmm. and i ended up putting actually like sea glass that i find just like in it so that it stays like that nice color because when you put sea glass out of water it kind of just gets like yeah a weird i don't know texture on it Mm -hmm. so keeping it under like the running water is really nice um i will say (laughs) if anyone watches the office Oh my camera just glitched. Yeah. Um if anyone watched The Office, there's an episode where Michael Scott falls into a koi pond. <laughs> because in like this huge corporate building, they had like in the lobby, just koi ponds and like little steps around the koi ponds, which is not smart because you could just fall in and he <laughs> so Michael Scott ends up falling into the koi pond because he just like, takes in the wrong step and like falls in and kills a fish, which is so funny. Yeah and anyways i was like that can't be real but then there's a podcast called the office ladies where they break down each episode blah 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 they when they recapped this episode the producers got the idea because one of the producers actually did it at an office where they had a koi pond just like out in the open i'm like that is a terrible idea so when you're thinking of water and all these like things just think of how people also flow through a space (laughs) like Mm -hmm. think about circulation because if there's a fire like i'm not gonna take my time to like step like individually on like around a koi pond you know just Mm -hmm. things like that but things to think about and again Mm -hmm. it could be like a little fixture it doesn't have to be like huge installation Mm
0: -hmm. true true i was also thinking about like you know how people have those like the water like it's not actual water, but it looks like water. It's like sandwich between glass and like lobbies and stuff yes, like that.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm thinking of um the country club in High School Musical 2. <laughs> yes. When Sharpay is telling, oh gosh, I can't remember his name. They're talking about hiring Troy and then yes. he hired all of the basketball team to work there. Yes. Anyways, there's one I think there's one in that. <laughs>
1: yeah it is because he like splashes the water on his face oh
0: yes 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 so something like that i want to call
1: him like fuller but that's not right
0: i know i was thinking fulton
1: no because that's
0: i think it's fulton
1: like troy bolton like mixed Uh, with like something else
0: please hold i'm trying to think of his name mr fulton it is fulton yes oh my gosh okay (laughs) They credit Miley Cyrus as being the girl at the pool. <laughs>
1: as she should. Get that coin. Mm. That was like the biggest cameo ever. Everyone was like, oh my god, did you see Miley? Uh, okay, next one, girl. Oh, which we kind of talked about.
0: They're all old. That means we're old, too. <laughs> I know. Um, so. The next one kind of talked about this already, but the view of nature out a window really helps Mm -hmm. having a window period really helps especially in like an office environment or like a medical environment something like that but thinking about elisa's analogy of like if you have a view of a park versus if you're looking at another building like or looking into another person's apartment like you're never going to want to open that window so then you lose not only your view but then you also lose your natural light um and that has a really big effect on everything too being able to see like I was saying like the flowers blooming outside my window like I love that I think it's so pretty they're pink
1: Mm -hmm.
0: um but the like if I was sandwiched up against another building like my blinds would be closed all the time I'd hate it be like living in a box
1: yeah that and I also like when windows have it's not called is it called a box window when it has its own like ledge kind of it's, when it kind of goes out of the building, because then you can put, like, plants
0: Oh, there. a bay window.
1: Bay. That's the word. not box. Okay. Mm-hmm. The next one is indoor gardens, which Emily kind of talked about her own oasis in her living room before. Pre-cats. 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 <laughs> but just the importance of indoor gardens and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just having, bringing in plants. Even if it's just, like, having a vase of flowers, I think just seeing it makes me happy when I have fresh flowers mm-hmm. uh, in my space. I do forget to water them, so they
0: die within, like, a week. But mm-hmm. for the week, I'm happy, you know? That's yes. all that matters. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> yeah, and with that, it's potted plants, too, which I think you were talking about a little bit. But with potted plants, mm-hmm. you can bring those to work. Bring your potted plants to work. It's true. Or to wherever. Have a little but the thing here's the annoying thing is like even if i wanted to bring a plant to work i have no windows in my office and therefore my plant would die
1: true yeah i need something that needs no light yeah succulents do they probably i have succulents at work i have a succulent here that i killed i know they're supposed to be easier but i actually think that regular plants are easier because i can tell like when they're dying whereas succulents like
0: just one day they're dead
1: right like they look the same
0: they look the same you have to water them quite a bit i feel like yeah there's a perception you don't have to water them because they're a cactus but you do have to water them quite a bit it's a weird one
1: i know i don't do well with those just give me a normal <laughs> plants i'll take care of it better uh the next one is airflow so i get i think we talked about this in um,
0: we did one talk of about the in last sustainable episodes. design i think
1: Okay, well, just how you place windows and doors so that air can circulate kind of in a flowing motion. (laughs) In a flowing motion. Just so that it can flow better, I guess. Naturally, Uh, yeah. Right, right. And you can get, like, a cross breeze. Like, when we go to camp, Mm -hmm. we instantly open the back door, the front door, and, like, different windows so that air just flows directly kind of through the house Mm -hmm. to get fresh air in. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. just kind of having thinking about placement when you design as well of these the different elements because we talked about how important windows are but where you place them is also just as important and like that also has to do with like the orientation of the building like looking at the typical wind patterns of the area i would say is also important because if it flows Mm -hmm. like north to south but your windows are east to west that doesn't really do you anything Mm um
0: so just things to think about good things to think about we also have sounds, which I think of this a lot when, like, you have a window open and the breeze is going through the leaves, yeah. or like it's fall and you get that, like, crunchy sound from the leaves. Ugh,
1: fall. I love. Fall's coming. The Christmas movie. I'm in really the
0: air. excited for fall.
1: Yeah, Emily sent me a freaking Instagram post. I was like, 20 Mondays until Christmas. I was like, "I no, bye. I'm done Jesus with you. It
0: until Christmas, at least. Oh,
1: sorry. Sorry.
0: Yeah, sorry. She obviously didn't. Enjoy it because she didn't retain <laughs> the information, even though she liked it. She loved it, actually. I did. But I loved the it. The idea of different <laughs> sounds, um, I'm thinking out of a natural window, but if you play artificial sounds too, or like something mm. on like Spotify, like that will help too. Just mm-hmm. your product, and with that comes like
1: scent that. again, with like fall mm-hmm. is like the crisp scent of fall, or when it yes. rains, I love that smell, yes. Just different things like Mm -hmm. that, having access to it. Like, my work windows are great because I have a window in my office. But the downfall, they don't
0: open. Yeah.
1: Like, I would love the actual airflow, like, the natural air coming in. I would love Mm -hmm. the sound. Like, I'm on a busy road, but still, like, being able to hear it, being able to smell, like, the heat and stuff. And
0: it's also, like, the fresh air, too. Like, fresh air helps so much
1: like even if it was like a split window where it's like the top and then like just the bottom like quarter of it could open like I just mm-hmm. want something to be able to open
0: true yeah another reason I'm so excited for it to cool off is like I can finally start opening the windows again because like you know when you open the windows in yeah the apartment yeah. and like then the apartment just smells fresher and like it's it fresh air in here instead of just the consistently circulated like air conditioning
1: yep yep Yeah. Which I should start waking up. Like, I wake up early. I should just open the windows in the morning Mm -hmm. and then close them when I get back from working out.
0: Yeah, exactly. The last one, and this is something that can be implemented whether it's a new project or an old project, is materials and materiality. Sticking Mm -hmm. to more natural materials like wood, natural textures, patterns, things yeah. that mimic nature, natural colors as well, like thinking like browns, greens, oranges, um like floral, I guess that kind of opens it all up to everything if I say floral colors, but mostly <laughs> like greens, browns, natural colors, neutral colors. Right. All of that also has an effect um mm-hmm. on how we feel, how we are in our environments, kind of yeah. what it does for us but that one was always really fun when we were doing projects in school because I feel like they really emphasize like your material should be something that will help with biophilia and the biophilic design of the space so yeah
1: and like Mm -hmm. with patterns and natural materials a really popular one was like um repetition of wooden slats because it looks really nice and it does kind of mimic like trees like a tree line
0: like the or like think of like tree bark too
1: right so it just looks really nice Mm -hmm. and it yeah it just boosts your mood when you see it Mm -hmm. but that is our episode all about biophilic design and biophilia we hope you guys learned something and if you have something more to comment you can comment on our instagram at a whole design podcast our tiktok is at a whole design pod again last friday we had a whole catch-up episode if you want more to listen more to us because that was like an hour long and then Yeah, just catch up on any episodes if you've been slacking. So, (laughs) you know. Mm -hmm. All right, we love you a-holes, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.